You're listening to the Gordon Damer Show podcast on 98.7 ESPN. Plenty to keep us busy on this Wednesday edition. And with the way the world is going right now, you never know if there's going to be a Thursday edition, right? I mean, smoke them while you got them, people. Of course, the number you know, 1-800-919-ESPN. On Twitter, on Instagram, at Gordon Damer. Of course, we have an hour before Golik and Wingo come your way at 6 o'clock in the Daily Poll Question. Up for today, we will touch on that shortly. But first off, let's start the show with some congratulations. First off, congratulations to Hofstra last night. The pride back in the NCAA tournament. Assuming there is an NCAA tournament. But let's, for this point, in 5.01 on a Wednesday morning. Let's not get into the negative just yet. First time since 2001, back when Jay Wright was roaming the sidelines. Uh, Hofstra beat Northeastern last night, 70-61. to The CAA tournament, the final there. So they get the automatic bid to the big dance. Just make sure that while you're dancing, you keep an appropriate space between you. Don't want to get too close. Some payback from last year when uh, Hofstra lost the title game to Northeastern. You know, a lot of times with sports teams, and I will say this a lot, John Madden brought it up first, when you lose in the playoffs of any sport in any, rain, any, any uh, round of the playoffs, it's not just the pain of the loss at that time, but the, the realization of all the work you're going to have to do to get back to that same spot. But a lot of times for teams, it doesn't feel like if they focus solely on revenge, it's not something that can carry you throughout an entire season, right? Like seasons are so long that the intensity of revenge is not going to last over that long period of time. Maybe from if you're playing a sport where it's a, a playoff series, you can kind of focus on that. But Hofstra got their shot. They got back to where they were a year ago. And this year, were able to cash in. Had a bit of a sluggish start. 10-3. They were down early on. We're down 19-12 about midway through the first half. But big second half. Eli Pemberton, uh, 12 of his, 19 in the second half. So fifth time in school history for Hofstra. They are going to the big dance. So they await selection Sunday. Assuming we are still here on uh, Selection Sunday. And how about... Congratulations to the Brooklyn Nets. The Nets went into L.A. last night, beat the Lakers 104-102. Lakers had their chances at the end. LeBron uh, had a chance to tie it up, got right to the rim on a layup. Ball touched every part of the rim but did uh, not go in. Got another chance after the ball went out of bounds. Anthony Davis wide open three to uh, win it. He misses, so good win for the Nets. Spencer Dinwiddie with 23. Karis LeVert had 22. And and good news for uh, Jacques Vaughn, right? If Jacques Vaughn is trying to make his case to keep his job long term, you're going to need some wins here down the stretch. And now with back-to-back wins for him, three in a row overall, I think four or five, Good news for Jacques Vaughn as he starts to at least try to build his resume, as long as it's okay with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Let's be honest. As long as it's okay with those guys. That's the biggest thing he's got to build on his resume, convincing those guys that he's the guy long term. The Nets could win every game from now until the end of the season. And if those two guys aren't on board with him being the coach long term, he will not be the coach long term. But we don't stop with the congratulations there. No, no. Congratulations to Gary Sanchez. Why are you giving congratulations to Gary Sanchez? Well, it turns out yesterday, Gary Sanchez has not been playing right because of the stiff back. But it turns out yesterday he was diagnosed with only the regular flu. Yeah! Just regular flu. 
That was, that was a concern. When you heard he wasn't feeling good, you were worried. I was worried. No corona. No corona in Yankee camp still. Thank God for that. Considering the panic level, I'm telling you right now, if if Gary Sanchez had come down with coronavirus, there would be cries to contract the team. The level of panic at this level, you can't be too careful. Well, sometimes maybe you can be too careful. Maybe maybe sometimes it's it's a little overblown. No, no, you can't be too careful. All right, let's all live in hermetically sealed sarcophaguses and just wait for it to all blow over. I'll be down at the Winchester. Never mind uh, all the jokes, right? If, if he had gotten the coronavirus, all the jokes of Gary Sanchez can't catch a baseball in the dirt, but he did catch corona. Those would have been out there and uh, would have been served up for, for weeks on end. And while we're at it, right, we're on a roll. Congratulations for Hofstra, for the Nets, for Gary Sanchez. How about some congratulations for Frank Nielakina? Scored 20 last night. All right, we don't, I don't know where you need to go that here. 20 points in a game. It wasn't a doubleheader. It wasn't some strange scheduling thing where they played a game and a half. No, Frank went out in one game and scored 20 points and had 10 assists. Words most thought they would never hear in their lifetime to steal a phrase from Marv Albert. Now, it was, it was what I think is 178th game, but 20 points is 20 points. And, yes, the Knicks lost. 1-800-919-ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. So we have a lot of stuff to do today. we got headlines today. We'll keep it today. But there are some very interesting developments yesterday, or there were some very interesting developments, with a couple of things NFL-wise. What has been the major focus of the NFL offseason, even before the NFL offseason began? While the playoffs were going on, while the regular season was going on, well, what's going to happen to Tom Brady? Where's Tom Brady going to go? Is Tom Brady going to be back with the Patriots? Is he going to go to the Titans? You know, the Chargers would make a lot of sense. How about the Raiders? How about this team? How about that team? Tom Brady here, Tom Brady there. How about Tom Brady in Carolina? Tom Brady's going to go to this team. He should go to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Maybe the Miami Dolphins make sense. Tom Brady's future destination has almost been as hyped as coronavirus. He's like the NFL's coronavirus. It's here. It's there. It's everywhere. But there were some very interesting developments yesterday that make you think that maybe, just maybe, just possibly, the amount of time that we have focused on Tom Brady going here, there, or everywhere, just so might be a complete waste of time. So we will get into that coming up. We will get into Robbie Anderson, who had some very interesting things to say yesterday. He was on NFL Live. Robbie Anderson, Jets wide receiver, who was a free agent. And does he expect to hear from the Jets? I mean, I would hope so. I expect to. You know, I think... I think they definitely want me back. You know, all in all, I truly do want to be back with the Jets. You know, I love Sam. You know, I love my teammates, Jamal, you know, all those guys. And, you know, I feel like it's unfinished business there that I've been trying to get done since I got there. So, you know, I would hope to finish out the mission all in all. Unfinished business? I would say it might be unstarted business. But we'll get into Robbie Anderson and whether or not the Jets should want him back, whether or not they will want him back, and what what's the actual price 
that you would think the Jets could get him back at and what is, what's a price where you'd say, thanks, but no thanks. And then we have the poll question. Poll question's up for today. It's on Twitter, at Gordon Damer. And it, of course, focuses on what everybody's focused on, right? You, you cannot escape it. You cannot go any – there is no safe haven from the coronavirus. And that's what our poll question is for today. You get the news yesterday that the Ivy League has decided to cancel their conference tournament out of fears of the coronavirus, fears of it spreading, taking the appropriate measures, right? Can't be too careful. So our poll question, which is up for today, it's on Twitter, at Gordon Damer, is do you believe that any sports league will cancel games due to concern over the coronavirus? Now, the the Ivy League's tournament does not count. I mean like real games, like the NCAA tournament canceling games, the NBA canceling regular season games, Major League Baseball canceling Major League games, regular season games, not spring training games, not exhibition games, real games that count in the standings. That's the poll question. It's up on Twitter. It's at Gordon Damer. You can either vote yes, it will happen, or B, don't get carried away. I promise you we will get phone calls in in this segment. Make promises to you. But a couple of things that I wanted to touch on before that, one being the poll question, the other being a couple of stories surrounding Tom Brady yesterday. The first one, NFL Network's Ian Rappaport reporting that the Titans, the Tennessee Titans, everybody's number one destination for Tom Brady. If he's leaving the Patriots, where did everybody say? Well, you know, the place that makes the most sense, the Tennessee Titans. They've got the running game. They've got the offensive line. Mike Vrabel's there. It makes... He was FaceTiming Mike Vrabel from the Syracuse game. It's all but a done deal. Well, Ian Rappaport, who knows a thing or two, certainly more than the, the people who are telling me that it was definitely Mike Vrabel on FaceTime. Well, Ian Rappaport reports that Tom Brady to the Titans might be taking a little bit of a hit because the Titans have made Ryan Tannehill their focus. Free agency is getting closer and closer, right? It starts, I think, the 18th. So we're about a week away. Not even about a week. Exactly a week away. It's almost like a week. No, it is actually. Tannehill's long-term deal could be announced prior to next week's tampering window, which would knock off one potential landing spot for Brady. Well, it's not just a potential landing spot. It's the biggest potential landing spot. The amount of time and focus. And look, when we get to the offseason, okay, fine. It's a fascinating story, the possibility. We've seen other great quarterbacks end up their career other places. It certainly does seem like it's at least a possibility that he won't be back in New England. Although I still think, I've always thought, that the place that made most sense for him was a return to New England in some form. If it's a one-year deal, a two-year deal, whatever. That's the place that always has made the most sense. Now, ESPN's Mike Reese reports the Patriots and Tom Brady no closer to an agreement in recent days. Reese says that there's an air of uncertainty throughout the building. He also confirmed 
that Robert Kraft will not intervene on Brady's behalf, leaving the decision completely up to Bill Belichick. That would seem to spell trouble for Brady's future in New England, though Reese has also reported the Pats are prepared to pay Brady up to $25 million annually. Okay. Well, I don't, again, I don't know what's going to happen. It does feel like the best place. And I will say this. If that's true, that they're willing to pay him $25 million a year, and even if it's a a, a one-year deal, Tom Brady has a reputation, a reputation for a lot of things, but he has a reputation singularly as being Mr. Competitive, Mr. Win-at-all-costs, Mr. like a psycho to any competition at all. He will beat you at anything. He's a psycho to win at anything. Yeah, that story about him chugging the beer, all, all these stories, right? Well, I'm sorry. But if he is Mr. Competitive, Mr. Win at all costs, and he's going to go play for, I don't know, what's the next team on the list that's gotten the most attention? Now, if the Titans are out, who is it? The Raiders, the Chargers, whoever. If he's going to go play for whoever, the, the Chargers or the Raiders for an extra 5, 10, 15 million dollars a season, I'm sorry, but that takes a bit of a hit for his reputation of being Mr. Competitive, Mr. Win-at-all-costs, Mr. Psycho to win at any competition you put in front of him. Because, again, I don't know what other moves the Patriots are going to make, but I have far more confidence in whatever moves they're going to make than the Chargers are going to make or the Raiders are going to make, especially when they're bringing in a quarterback who's never played for them before. So that's one thing. Then, of course, you have the poll question for today. It's up on uh, Twitter. You can vote on it at Gordon Damer. The Ivy League canceling the uh, the conference tournament yesterday, right? And I will say, look, I, I try to be transparent. I'm not going to get too worked up for canceling a conference tournament that started in 2017. I still have clothing that I bought probably in 2017 that I still consider new. I don't even consider it old yet. So 2017... That's right. I was reading the story about Hofstra getting to the tournament for the first time since 2001. I felt like 2001, that's not that long ago. Oh, it's 19 years ago. Yeah, I guess it is kind of. 2017, I feel confident saying that's not that long ago. And look, the overall attention, nobody's really, I don't think, betting on the Ivy League tournament. Well, degenerates are, but most of us are not. So there's not going to be any major outcry over the Ivy League canceling the tournament outside of people on talk show. You know, the regular fan, when they get together with their buddies, are not having long conversations. Oh, my God, can you believe they canceled the Ivy League tournament? That's just not happening. But it does feel like a complete panic move. And one, they could afford to make because it's not it's not a moneymaker. It's not going to hurt them in the wallet. So... They can make that and and make it seem like, look, we're being forward thinking. We're taking the proper caution. And here's really what it gets down to. We live in a fantastic time to be alive. You, I, we're very, very lucky. It may not feel that way. You may not think so. But the world, the country is safer now pretty much than any other time to be alive. And we completely take this amazing time to be alive for granted. All the amazing advancements. We we have a computer that fits in our pocket. You could ask it any question, and chances are 
you're going to get the right answer. And it's in your pocket. Imagine when you were a kid, assuming you're more than you know 20 years old, and I told you, when you grow up, there's not going to be flying cars, and that's a good thing because people driving on the road are idiots, and Debbie will tell you about that in seven minutes. But you will have the ability to go into your pocket and pull out this little tiny device, and you could ask it anything. And you don't even necessarily have to type it. You could just speak to it. And this robot butler that you have sitting in your pocket will be able to answer all your questions, play music, take photos, take video. It's amazing. And that's just one thing. But because we live in this time and and we take it for granted because it's so amazing, we expect to avoid risk at all times. And the questions that are out there right now about coronavirus and sports leagues, and let's focus it there. People are it keeps coming back to the question, are sports leagues doing enough? Well, the problem is, is that they're never going to be able to do everything. Nothing that they do will completely wipe out the threat. And it's hard to try to minimize the I don't want to minimize the potential of it. But it really is, as just an average person, hard to listen to the coverage of it. And not think it is getting a tad overblown, partially because, let's be honest, we've all heard these things before, right? Be it swine flu, H1N1, SARS. Remember when SARS came out? Ebola. It didn't come out. It wasn't an album. I don't know what it was discovered, I guess, right? (laughs) Hey, remember when SARS dropped? Everybody was talking about SARS. Ebola, Zika, and And the scale of what is being predicted, basically the complete shutdown of our entire medical system, can't go here, can't go there. So look, maybe canceling the Ivy League tournament is the smart thing to do. Nobody's going to get all up in arms. But let me ask you this. Are the teams, I don't even know what team, is it Harvard that's going to get in now? or I think Princeton, I don't know, whoever it is. They're going to the NCAA tournament, right? At least as we know right now, those games are going to be played in front of spectators, right? Is the risk going to be any different then than it is now? I would think that the risk, while it might not be raised tremendously, the risk is going to be higher in a week. The the cases that are popping up are still going to be increasing in a week, almost certainly. So this great impending doom that is escapable, is it that or is it slightly being overblown? I don't know, but you can't have both things. You can't say we're, it's such a concern now that we have to cancel this out of caution. But then in a week from now, say, well, we're, I mean, we're not going to cancel the NCAA tournament. You know what this whole thing has really taught me more so than anything else? Just how exhausting it must be to live with, like, OCD, like, constantly have fear of washing your hands and, and constantly be – and I'm pretty much a germaphobe. I, I, when I come in, the first thing I always do, if we're in Studio A, which we're in today, or Studio B, I hose everything down, I, I, the, the Lysol wipes, everything, right? Because it's gross. Men are gross. The one aspect of this story that we don't need to investigate any further, why are men catching it at a higher rate? Because men are gross. Men are disgusting. 
We're shaking hands. We probably should get rid of that practice. All these things. But it must just be, I mean, to live with like OCD and constantly be worrying about germs here and germs there, it's overwhelming. It's constant. And here's the real problem. I guess this is a bigger than a sports conversation. You can't, let's all hope that coronavirus is something that we can look back in a month or two and all kind of, you know, laugh at the hype surrounding it and the toilet paper hoarding and the surgical mask, which, again, I must point out, is doing nothing. If you're wearing a surgical mask, you may as well hold a sign up over your head saying, I am just in a complete state of panic and I don't know what to do. And this just seems like a good idea. And it's not, but I have nothing else. You should be walking around with surgical gloves on. That would have a better chance of protecting you. A surgical mask. The reason why the surgeon wears a surgical mask is so that he doesn't infect the patient. Not that the patient doesn't infect him. Surgical mask doing nothing. But I digress. But let's hope that we can look back and, and it's not as bad as it, it's being predicted right now. But the problem is, if that does turn out to be the case, God forbid, if there is ever anything that is a real true threat, because nobody in the world, nobody in the country will believe it. So sure, close the locker rooms, which is almost certainly a thing that will not do a thing. Play the games in empty arenas, which will almost certainly not do a thing. If it is this great impending doom, which it certainly seems like people are predicting it to be, really the only way forward is to cancel games. Empty arenas is not going to do it. Brooklyn Nets are probably saying, empty arenas, we do that all the time. We're going to be the safest team in the league. So in, in regards to the poll question, which is up for today, it's on Twitter, at Gordon Damer. It should be, if this is, if it's anywhere close to the ballpark of what is being predicted, it's only a matter of time before someone in sports does come down with coronavirus. And considering the level of attention the story is getting, and you'd have to say overall panic of this impending sense of doom, it is almost certain that games are going to be canceled. And if the predictions are right, well, they should be canceled. But it just feels like we've been down this road before, and this time it's just been hyped up more than ever before. And uh, let's hope that that is the case. Let's hope that it's not going to be as serious as it is. But if I had a vote in the poll question today, it would certainly be that, uh, yeah, games are going to get canceled at some point. Just because the level of fear currently within people that you talk to, you, you bump into, is it such a fever pitch right now. It's hard to believe that the fear level could be raised any higher than it is right now. It's all that anyone is talking about. So whether or not these games get canceled in a day, two days, five days, a week, a month, it does feel like something's going to get canceled here before too long. 1-800-919-ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. I said I'd get calls in. Let's do it. Sal in Aberdeen. Sal, what's going on, my man? Hey, how you doing, Gordon? Uh, yeah, I was a little worried when I didn't hear Debbie for a couple of days. No, uh, she's so fine. Make, she was on vacation, living the life of luxury. You know, we're all working, slaving away. Debbie's off on vacation. Okay, that's good. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you with with the, the games. It, it's getting to a point where you know you're getting that that panic stage in people now, where they just can't. You know, it's every every second on the news. You know, so. I, I agree. I, I think you get you get one player, one person in in any sport oh, that gets it. it. 
Yep. And, and, and you'd have and to think like, that is, I mean, just the odds of it, the chances yeah, are, you know, the numbers of cases are still going to go up and uh, it's going to be here for a while. I'm not saying that people are going to die as a result, but, yeah. you know, if one person in sports gets it, they're going to shut things down. I mean, I, I even heard a report. I, I never, I don't know if it was true or not, but I, I heard a couple, like a couple of days ago, that you Darvish was getting tested for it for some reason. But I don't know if that was true or not. But uh, I mean, I work for the post office, and it's like it's like Christmas time with the packages now because everyone is so afraid to go to the stores to be out in public that they they're ordering everything online. Oh yeah, and it's it, we're getting inundated with boxes like it was Christmas time. It, it's it's good for us, but it's like. It, it's insane, you know? Yeah, no, and, I mean, uh, that is certainly the case. I mean, you go to, you just look, I, mean, I don't go to stores that often. Uh, this is not going to impact my life all that much. I don't have that much right. contact with other people. But, uh, no, you look at the videos of people going into stores and, and, and fighting for things. It's, it's, it's the fever pitch is uh, certainly, it's hard to believe that this is going to go on for another month like this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I feel bad for my son. He's getting married in June and they booked their honeymoon and they were going to Italy. Oh. So right now, that's like, well, you know, forget about that. On the bright, if you're looking for a silver lining, Sal, they'll have the whole place to themselves. I mean, there's not going to be any lines. <laughs> Nothing's going to be open, but there won't be any lines. Right. right. Um, a little bit on the Mets. You know, I was waiting for the hammer to drop on something, one of the Mets injuries. Oblique injury. Is this one of these injuries that, you know, they say a few weeks, but didn't a judge have an oblique or someone where they were out for like months at a time that they just, it's just one of those injuries that it takes forever to heal it is one of those yeah it is one of those ones that sometimes does take a while to heal because you have to um you know you have to give it time and it's not like a broken bone right like a broken bone that the timeline is much more set so i mean i wouldn't think that it's going to be the type of thing it doesn't seem like that it was some kind of, of of major strain it just seems like it was kind of a tweak so if you have to live without Conforto for a couple of weeks of the regular season, I think you'll be able to get by without him. Okay. All yeah. right, Corey. Thanks. All right, Sal. 1-800-919-ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. And Coburn dribbles out the clock. 19 years in the waiting, and there's pride heading to the NCAA tournament. Hofstra wins the CAA as they reverse their fate from a year ago, and this time up in Northeastern in the championship game. Hofstra 70, Northeastern 61, and Hofstra heads to the NCAA tournament for the first time since 2001. All right. Oh, there you go. Moment of inspiration for this Wednesday morning. Congratulations to Hofstra, the pride headed back to the NCAA tournament. Fifth time in school history, first time since 2001, as they beat Northeastern last night, 70-61, to and avenged the loss that they had in the CAA title game a year ago. We've been focused on lots of things this morning, including our poll question, which is up on Twitter, at Gordon Dam, are all about coronavirus, and will games eventually be canceled? You can vote on that there, but today's Wednesday. And coronavirus or no coronavirus, people, third segment of the show means it's time for headlines. Today's headlines. Extra, extra. It's coronavirus free. No, it's actually not. We're going to talk. It's headlines. It's you have to focus on it. And Brian, make sure that timer is started at some point. Give me, uh, give me the Ric Flair Woo! when the timer does go off. That will be our signal to go through my Twitter feed and see how many of the top ten tweets at that point Woo! have something to do with coronavirus. All right, first of all, story. Keep off cruises. 
amid coronavirus outbreak, says the State Department. The State Department doesn't have anything better to do. I think we're all kind of in agreement that we're going to be staying off cruises. And I, I, I think there's one cruise ship that, where is it, out in California somewhere, that people are still being quarantined on. Once the the 14-day window passes, what they will do is they will take that ship into the middle of the Pacific and basically blow it up. Nobody will ever go on there. They may as well sink that thing. They may as well ram that thing into an iceberg as fast as it can go, like Speed 2 version, you know, but with an iceberg. Boom, just run it right in, sink it down. We can all watch it on video from drones or something because who's going to go on a cruise? I can't imagine anybody booking. I mean, you'll get some cheap tickets. I'll say that. What's that show on uh, TLC? Extreme cheap stakes. Those people might go out, but nobody, nobody in their right mind is going on a cruise anytime soon. Extra, extra. Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune to begin audience ban over coronavirus. Well, I mean, who's going to say Wheel of Fort? I mean, you could get rid of those people as it is. Extra, extra. Fine. This one really puzzles me. New York Post, worm supermoon. What is it and how to see it this week? So apparently there's some new moon thing that goes on only once in a while. It's called a worm supermoon. And I don't know what it is. I only read the headlines. But where to see it? It's the moon. It's up in the sky. Are we debating now where the moon is? I know we debate whether the world is round or flat. I didn't think that there... Does Kyrie Irving have an opinion on where the moon is located now? Where? How to see it? Look up. Extra, extra. Harvey Weinstein reportedly miserable on Rikers Island. Really? The Yelp reviews of Rikers are usually so positive. Everybody always loves their time on Rikers. I find it hard to believe he's miserable. Very, very strange. Extra, extra. Rumors spread on social media that snorting cocaine and drinking bleach can can cure coronavirus. They can't. How do you know? Unless you've snorted some cocaine while downing some bleach, you really can't say, can't be too careful. Maybe this is the secret cure. Also, apparently, it turns out a bath and cow poop also not effective. Extra, extra. Top billionaires lose nearly $20 billion in one hour during Monday's stock plunge. Oh, that's a tough break for Bezos. You know, yesterday I actually went on Amazon, and maybe it was just the specific time I went on. Amazon was out of hand sanitizer. Amazon. Look, you don't get to have $150 billion by running out of things. Bezos got to get on the ball. What is he doing? Extra, extra. The dancing is dirty, but strip clubs are keeping it clean. How NYC strip clubs are handling the coronavirus outbreak? Well, I mean, you what? have to cat, you have to cover every single angle of a story. And I was just sitting to myself wondering, you know, how are they dealing with the coronavirus in New York City strip clubs? I would think, though, if I was going to a New York City strip club, Corona is not the virus I'd be worried about catching, right? Like. The virus from Wuhan is not the as much as I would be worried about catching something from a hoo-ha. You know what I'm saying? Just me. Extra, extra. This week in Florida, man. Florida man arrested after he gets caught practicing dentistry without a license. Again. 
Extra, extra. Florida man charged after stealing $20 garbage can from neighbor and then flooding his neighbor's home. Extra, extra. Story as old as time. Florida man arrested after using cow manure as a weapon. Extra, extra. Florida woman high on laughing gas arrested for bringing bath salts into prison. Extra, extra. And finally, Florida man accused of forcing small alligator to drink beer. Look, peer pressure is not just a human thing. It's also an alligator thing. Would it matter if it's a small alligator or a large alligator? Would it be okay if he forced a large alligator to drink beer? All right, well, there you have it. Extra, extra. Our weekly run-through of the headlines and Florida Man keeping busy, even though no Florida Man coronavirus stories, at least not uh, that uh, were interesting enough or more interesting than using cow manure as a weapon. That's a hot, yeah, that's, oh, is that the, is that the thing? All right. 1-800-919-ESPM, 1-800-919. That's the, that's the signal, right? That's like our bat signal there. Ric Flair. Woo! Coming up, I'll run through at the time that it happened. Our poll question today up on Twitter, at Gordon Damer, all about whether or not you believe that professional sports in this country, somebody brought up soccer in Europe or something like that, that doesn't count. Sports leagues in this country we're talking about. Major sports leagues. And we'll include the NCAA. I'll tell you right now. It, the bubonic plague could break out. They're not canceling it. I don't think they're canceling any NCAA tournament. They, they make too much money on those games. The Ivy League tournament? Yeah, sure, fine. Cancel that. But the uh, NCAA tournament? Oh, no, it's March Madness. <laughs> you really want uh, full-blown March Madness? That uh, I'll give you some. But, no, I don't think they're canceling any of those. But Major League Baseball, I could see them canceling some games. And it really kind of comes down to how does this thing progress? Does it become – it's hard to believe that this is going to remain at this intensity for months on end. But I, 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 maybe I'm just uh, the person who just takes things too lax and I'll look back and, and feel ridiculous in a month from now when this thing completely takes over all aspects of our life. But you do have to look on the positive side to a certain extent. Like as of last – as of two hours ago, in the U.S., there have been slightly over a 1,000 cases of corona. A 1,000. That's all in the entire country so far. Now, those numbers are, are certainly going to go up. But as of right now, a 1,000 cases – And think of all the ways that people are already on their own, not because sports leagues or governments or this or that, are altering their behavior. So if the numbers do continue to rise, which they're almost certainly going to, I think people will continue to alter their behavior on their own. And I do think that there should be – I know Rick, Chris, and Dave were talking about this yesterday, that like – is it up to sports leagues to look out for the for everybody or it, as an adult, shouldn't you be looking out for yourself? And I think that it does come down to people's own personal responsibility. It's almost like a muscle that you have to use that muscle of, of personal responsibility. Otherwise, it atrophies and you just expect everybody to just take care of you. So uh, even with only a thousand cases, people are – reacting as their own now before the break there brian you hit the sounder where you had the timer that was the 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 signal and it was top 10 tweets that i have how many do you think have to do with something with coronavirus so let's run them down right now uh one okay that one does that has to do with coronavirus second one wall street journal china reports rise in coronavirus all right so two for two I did not include the uh, the ad. I had a suggested ad, a promoted thing from Verizon. Didn't I'm not including that. 
Although, does that have anything to do with No, it does not have anything to do with coronavirus. Second one is, is Wall Street Journal. Third, New York Post. Kremlin passes bill allowing Putin to stay in power. All right, so that doesn't have anything to do with coronavirus. Next one, Associated Press expanding clusters of the new virus are being – all right, so that does have something to do with coronavirus. So that's what, three out of four? Three out of four. Next one, Associated Press residents in rally North Carolina protested in streets. No, that's, that's not coronavirus. So three out of five. Daily Mirror next up. Cyclists sent flying over car, and no one can agree who. All right, I'll have to look at that video a little bit later on. That's one I will uh, let's uh, let's favorite that right now, so Woo! I remember. Uh, next one, New York Post, Yankees Jordan Montgomery pitches four perfect innings. So what's the tally there? Four out of six, four out of seven. We can't do math on this show. Next one, Wall Street Journal Sports. Japanese baseball games are allowed except now. Details, sights and sounds of game in empty stadium amid coronavirus epidemic. Four out of eight. So that's four out of eight. All right. Next one, Wall Street Journal. Why am I getting so many tweets from the Wall Street Journal? Why am I following the Wall Street Journal? Heard on the street about that extra $77 billion you promised us. Trade deal. Okay, so that doesn't have anything to do with it. Four out of nine. Four out of nine. And then finally, New York Post. Witches battle terrorism in new freeform show Motherland, which <laughs> sounds like the dumbest show of all time. So, but that I don't believe that they're not battling coronavirus. Four out of ten, right? They're doing, uh, they're fighting terrorism. So there you go, four out of ten. So it was actually less. So maybe it's just my own, my own circle of people that are constantly bringing this up. But it does feel like it's hard to imagine that it's going to be this intense. For a long period of time, and I get the feeling that it's it's going to almost exhaust people in some ways that they'll just kind of tune it out if they haven't already. One eight hundred nine one nine ESPN one eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. All right, let's go back to the phones. Our buddy Spike is in Jersey. Is up early this morning. Spike, what's going on, my man? You got it. I'm up early to hear my friend. Yeah, it can exhaust you, but I want to try and get a little levity here. Will the Nets lose a game before Jacques Vaughn gets re-signed? Well, who, they have another tough game coming up, right? It doesn't matter. They seem that, that this is the new blood. Doesn't it always seem to you whenever there's a coaching change, the team beats the oh, – this was ridiculous last night, going out, uh, flying east to west and beating the Lakers? Come on. Yeah, no, it was very surprising. I, I, I'll be honest with you. I did not stay up and watch it because uh, it was very, very late. But, uh, no, good good win for them. They get, It seems like they got some pieces put together here and they get on a little roll before the playoffs come around. Before KD comes back. Listen, Frank got a double-double. I think we should have a parade. I mentioned it in the open. I don't know if you were up for it earlier, though. Uh, I mean, that was a huge... We gave congratulations to Hofstra. We gave congratulations to the Nets for their win. We gave congratulations to Gary Sanchez for just getting regular flu, not coronavirus. And we did give congratulations to Frank Nielakina for the first time in his career, 178 games in, put up 20 points. Sure, the season's lost. Sure, it feels like uh, the Knicks have been completely wasting their time pretty much. And yes, they did blow a double-digit lead in the fourth quarter. But Frank finally had 20 points. So that's something to... As we all wait for the Black Death to overtake us in this impending sense of doom, at least we have Frank Nielakina's game high. That's going to do it for today. We'll be back tomorrow, hopefully. It's 98.7 FM, ESPN New York. This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN.